E-S-N-Y. shitting with rob and he doesn't know that press record and we've been recording for like two minutes before he realizes that we before i really tell him that we're actually recording it's not until i actually say this. Yeah, this, this is a mean week to do that because i don't like boston sports and it's a tough tough week yeah to do well, that to me you know what the problem is? and i had a hell of a day so <laughs> i don't even want to hear it you're gonna be like Tourette's right now ruin score oh dude if they win i don't know what i'm gonna do I heard a rumor that David Ortiz was going to send a video message for the Bruins tonight. And it's, it's Bruins. Yeah, see, by now, now, yeah, see, if that, ha- if that, that was, I didn't know if that actually happened. If that happened, you got to bet puck line Bruins all the way. Put the college plans, put the mortgage, put everything you have on the Bruins to win if that happens. Do we want to start with that? Because that's a hell of a topic to start the show with. David Ortiz? The bounty that the guy got paid for it. Oh, eight G's? Mike, did you hear that? No. The guy was offered $8,000 to attempt to kill David Ortiz. $8,000. It wasn't even 8000 for him, though. There was like six guys involved. It was a whole thing. <laughs> <it was a laughs> <whole, laughs> You're telling me. It was an $8,000 conspiracy? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Was, to kill was, David I went, Ortiz? I went to school for accounting and finance, and I'm not sure what the exchange is. I have no idea what a dollar is worth down in the DR. It's 400,000 <laughs> pesos. Equivalent, it's equivalent to $7,800. There's not even eight Gs. So it's even worse. Yeah. But I mean, you just Jesus follow David Christ. Ortiz around. That might fall out of his back pocket. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would yeah. just go to him and be like, dude, listen, this guy offered me $8,000. Like, what do you got? 8001 We're in. Or yeah. you can kill David Ortiz and you keep whatever's in his pockets. Yeah, you make money. And his jewelry. And his jewelry. <laughs> He's a hero. He's an icon. Yeah, I was I was so upset. I was up I was up until like one o'clock in the morning because I know they said he was gonna be fine, but I was like, I don't know. He's still in surgery. I can't like I can't go to bed not knowing if David Ortiz is gonna be alive when I wake up tomorrow. Yeah, that's bananas. But now he's walking and everything. He's fine. Yeah, making video messages so the Bruins yeah. win another championship. Just oh. another Boston championship. Yeah, because you know they got a whole four months without a parade. Yeah. Bastard. How do you feel? How do you feel about Boston, Mike? Just in general, are you just like anti well, Red Sox the or show, by the way. Board? Welcome to the show. What do you mean? Have you started recording yet? Oh, yeah. Two yeah, and a half are minutes. Are you going to do the whole introduction introduce Mike or no? Dude, you know. Okay. I'll do it. All right. Today, all right. It's <laughs> June, June 12th, episode 18. I don't know how we're structuring this. So, like, so you know, we fly by the seat of our pants. That's, That's true. the magic of editing, boys. Magic. Yeah. yeah well, we don't, also don't edit. No editing. So. <laughs> but, all right. It's June 12th, episode 18 of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports New York. We're going on like seven weeks now where we need a new name. Maybe you can help with that. And we got our second guest, Mike Vivolo of Elite Sports New York, of On the Scene with Mike Vivolo, at Team Vivolo, literally everywhere. What's up, Mike? Yo, buddy. What's going on? You need a new name? Oh, yes. I, it's so Desper- long. Desperately need a new name. Yeah. <laughs> you see, well, I told- in my mind when I came up with it, I just wanted it to say Yankee somewhere so that people could search it. And now I'm like, well, the name sucks. I disagree. I like the Bleacher's Creature. I mean, I, I was a little surprised it wasn't taken, but... Yeah, well, that's the thing. We went the whole way. 
like we didn't say like this is the Bleacher Creatures. It's a Yankees podcast. We went Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast. Four words for literally no reason other than I wanted it to say Yankees somewhere in the title. James, and got, really, James got really into the algorithms of the searches. Yeah. So <laughs> thought that was the best way of people. It's an SEO this. world out there, man. That's yeah. exactly what yeah. I said. I said, Robbie's always preaching SEO. SEO is the most important <laughs> thing. I'm going to put Yankees in here somewhere and it's going to come up. It Listen, didn't, it's a but... good, it's a good, uh, I guess, just like you just journey. You're documenting your journey. We're doing it. Exactly. Right That's now. what it's uh, all about. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm psyched to be here. Yeah. All right. So uh, what were you talking about before? Get uh, into your story, too. Yeah. The city of Boston. Mm. I want your take on the city of Boston as a whole. All of Boston sports. I know you're a Yankees fan. Yes, for sure. So you hate the Red Sox. Absolutely. How do you feel about the rest of the city of Boston? Because we're watching the Stanley Cup right now. Right. So luckily enough for me for tonight, I'm not the biggest hockey fan in the world. Neither am I. So, yeah. So, um, obviously, obviously, obviously I'm not, uh, I never ever want any Boston team to win. Uh, and so in hockey, it's very simple. It's like no Boston. Uh, obviously in baseball, it's no Boston and, and the Patriots, I'm a Giants fan. So the Patriots don't bother me too much. Cause we yeah, got, I got them, you there, buddy, you know? Uh, and then the Celtics, uh, they're kind of like the iconic basketball franchise of the East coast. So it's like, damn, they got us there. So it really sucks to, to, uh, have Boston always being in your face. So I hate pretty much all of it. Uh, I will say that it will be an ugly, again, an ugly scene in Boston when, if the Bruins win tonight. Yes! Because then... Woohoo! There oh, you go. Well, if you couldn't tell from his reaction, St. Louis just scored a goal. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So, we're just waiting on that video. Um, all right. Let's go. Five holes. <laughs> Back to baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fuck, fuck that. Who, who wants the? I mean, who wants the Bruins, man? Nobody. No one around here. No one has listened. Didn't to just win like a couple of years ago. No too. one's listened to this shit. Yeah, I forget what year. It might have been 2011. They're the only franchise of the Boston's that have won one, or did the? I think the Celtics won two, right? No. They won one. You mean like in the last whatever? Yeah, the Celtics only won one. Yeah, that whole run. So them and the Celtics. Or maybe the Bruins won two, and the Celtics were only one. I think the Bruins might have won two in the past. And the decade. Patriots have fourteen, and then the Red Sox have three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, the <laughs> city of Boston, a trash city. I hate Boston. I hate my brother. Is, my brother's thinking about moving to Boston. I'm trying desperately. Oh, uh, it's a great one, city. It's just unfortunate that all of our least favorite sports teams are from there. I say this to a lot of fans when you strip down a lot of Yankee fans when you strip it down. If you were happen to be born in Boston, and you happen to be. Like, just take your entire DNA and be be a Boston fan from the moment you were born. I mean, this would be the time of my life. <laughs> I mean, we'd fit right in. I, mean, I would have nothing to complain. I wouldn't have laid in my bed for the past three hours sulking <laughs> over a traffic ticket. <laughs> oh, 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 you got man. a traffic ticket? Oh, That's yeah. why you're Roughed so upset it. today? Roughed it. Oh, there's a whole bunch of other things at work, but terrible oh, day no. for me. But, yeah. so Right? So that's the one thing I got to just give it up to him because, dude, for everything, for every Patriots victory, for every – uh, 94 days between parades. Yeah. Imagine I mean, what these obnoxious New Yorkers would be. Well, there's that one be kid. ripping apart. Yeah, the, 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 the buddy, whatever the hell his name is, he has that sign every parade. He's like, <laughs> that's going like, to be. He's dude, like 11 years old, 13 parades. Like, it's just some crazy number that he's just been alive during this entire dynasty. It's unreal. And, and imagine if I'm a big parade guy when it happens in New York. I've, I've attended them. I've actually rode in a couple New York parades. We can get to that later. But if they win tonight, yeah, we're it's gonna, gonna be, the that's going to be second behind Mariano Rivera. Yeah, the, parade, the parade is going to be on Friday. 
Imagine having a victory parade, victory parade in your city on a Friday in like the summer. A Friday it, flu. It, oh my god! Dude, and Boston too. Oh Boston is is god. insane. Trash people. They're gonna they're gonna burn the city down. <laughs> Oh, like when man. the Eagles won the won the Super Bowl. No, they I mean they're not Philadelphia. I wouldn't go that far. I mean not like Vancouver. You know everyone forgets that Vancouver burned their city down when they lost. <laughs> like that point is just lost on people. Like they, people freaked out when Philly was like rioting through the streets and the Eagles won. Like Vancouver lit the place on fire, mm-hmm. multiple fires. It was because like a they lost. Could you imagine if they won? Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. All right, so getting to what you do, Mike. You are the video guy for Elite Sports New York. You uh, do yes, sir. all of the videos. And yes, sir. Yeah. Now, we were going to have this interview on Monday. We had to push it back because I couldn't get out of work in time. And you went to an event with Mariano Rivera. And you sat four feet from him. <laughs> and he explained how the equipment that he used when he was growing up. How? How did you, how did you swing that? Dude, listen. I'm telling you, consistent. you guys are on episode 18. When you're at episode 118, I guarantee you, you're like, I can't believe the stuff we've done in 118 episodes. So when I'm doing stuff, when Robbie and I kind of really started putting the pedal to the metal in Elite Sports three years ago, it Mm -hmm. was, I was getting into things without credentials, sneaking into things, trying to get whatever I could do. And, you you know, you stay consistent and all of a sudden you're going to get opportunities. Yeah, you Uh, start to meet people. You start to meet people, start to network, which is huge. Um... And then you just start to put your name out there. And then, you know, listen, you, you, um, you write stuff, right, James? You write stuff for Elite Sports New York. Like, yeah, I got to get back to that. I feel like Robbie's getting real upset with the fact that I haven't written in a the minute. Writing, the writing has legitimized the, the site to the mm-hmm. point where the second biggest New York site. Like, Elite Sports New York is bigger than MSG and the Yes Network combined. Yeah, it's I bigger. saw that. I almost didn't believe it when you saw it. I was like, I don't know. I think Website traffic. Website traffic. Traffic. Uh, yeah, so it, it, it's 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 a real thing, and in fact, if anything, it's like under it's underutilized because mm-hmm. we don't have the resources to like sell advertising or you know get out there and like try to like monetize everything. But the yeah. fact that it's a legitimate reporting and that you know this it's AP style writing, people check up on that. So mm-hmm. when you when you reach out, when you establish yourself in the city, and media people, PR people start to know who you are, and you legitimately write awesome articles with accuracy and you know and then bleacher report picks you up and you share content all of a sudden you're you're legitimate so these things start in three years not you know not in three months in three years they start coming in so we got an email from a publicist at ebay was like you would you like to attend this what do you like to attend this lunch with mariana rivera uh after i so they reached out to you you didn't you didn't go to them they were like we want you to come do this mariana rivera thing i never didn't know didn't even know it existed I peed that's my that's pants fair. a little bit. I changed my underwear, and then I went back and I wrote, "Absolutely, I'll be there." Yeah, oh, no, and, obviously. Yeah, so I didn't know exactly what was. Oh, let me happen. think about that one really quick. I don't yeah. know if I can. Get... Yeah, well, I don't know if I can swing that. Uh, I got to check my calendar, make sure I'm free. I didn't. I have to exactly. do this podcast later. I don't know. It's going to conflict <laughs> a little bit. Have you heard of the Bleacher Creatures? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, can't do Mariana. They're two guys that record in a basement apartment. Yeah. Oh man, and they they're in the same room. They're like ten feet from each other, pretending like they're far away. Oh boy, <laughs> it looks good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. they're just watching so, so, games. So that's what that's so that's what that that's what that was. I had no idea what to expect. It came in. There was three tables. There was like six people per table. There was my seat with my name on it. Right. So this was uh, like a, a really card. small, like intimate event. 
Like yes. you could have you could have had a half hour conversation with Mo if you wanted to. Uh, no, you know, again, part of it's like you know you have to put you have to stay in your lane, and know your role. Oh, so I got you, know, you know what I mean. So uh, I got there uh, a little late. I left late a little to Mariano Rivera. Mike. It was my real lunch break. You know what I mean? I have to, you know, I have to. Yeah, I have a lot of moving parts. I have to balance yeah, everything yeah. out of here. But I wasn't miss. I wasn't missing this. So I got there a little bit late. He was doing his rounds. He was like stopping at the tables. We got there. We ordered. I ordered like a ridiculous like uh, lamb shank. I had a free lunch as well. It was, it was amazing. And uh, he sat down right there. Like you saw the video. And we spoke for about you know, five, seven minutes. He was chatting with, with everyone at the table. And uh, it was just like, wow, what a, this is a Monday afternoon to yeah, remember. Dude, that was incredible. My jaw dropped when I saw that. Yeah, it was crazy. When, I was, uh, when was you crazy. said you had to go to an event, I was assuming it was going to be something like CC's charity event where I was like, oh, this mm. cool thing's going on. He's going to talk to some people, do some videos. It's going to be great. And it's like, oh, he's sitting. Just... Two nothing, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Suck Yo, it. don't get ahead of yourself, dude. The video's coming. I bet the video message has already been recorded. It's coming in the second period. Shit, two nothing though. That's got that's that's seven perfect. seconds left in the first period. Hate to see that. No, James, that was actually lunch on Monday, and I did something else Monday night because we were supposed to record Monday night. Another event, yeah. Well, I had... it wouldn't have worked out anyway because I had to stay late at work. But got it. Oh, well. This is yeah, this is we're gonna have real jobs about all this stuff. All, yeah, exactly. All, I love about all this stuff is the grind. So everyone listening, like, do it, man. If you want to do something, make make time. You know. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what, the work, way I originally started. The way I originally started was I was just like I was in I was in school and I wasn't really paying attention in my college class because at this point I'd already like I was just taking the bullshit last classes before you graduate. And I was just scrolling Twitter all the time. I saw Allison writing a Wait, lot. But this I followed implies her on that you at once paid attention in school. I feel like that was unnecessary. I'm I feel just, like that was an unnecessary <laughs> shot. I, I'm just, I, we can't lie. We have no, always been, saying, we've always been honest. We we've have a guest. We're trying to be polite to the guests, and now all of a sudden here we come. Oh, well, James never paid attention in college. Well, he's, what a, are you he's, about? In the, he's in the Thunderdome now. Like, this is a... <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here to get it. I reached out to Allison, and she was like, yeah, definitely. Like, send something in. And I sent my first uh, article to Robbie. He's like, I swear to God, if you curse one more time, I'm just never going to respond to you. <laughs> So I toned it back a little. He's like, "All right, come on board." One thing I learned. Was... One thing I learned is just do it. Just trust Robbie, man. He's he's super smart and knows how to like be a journalist and knows how like the the networking works. Like we're on Bleacher Report. That my Yankee thing from the CC thing was on. You know, like things get picked up on Bleacher Report all the time. It's bananas. I wrote. Check this out. Today I reached out. Next week is like this big Steve Nash event. Steve Nash has an event um, every week, every year, excuse me, in the city in the summer. But they play soccer, and they have, like, all these basketball players and whatever play. You'll mm-hmm. see it next week on my Instagram and, and, and Twitter and Ely's. As at it's, Team Vivolo. That's V-I-V-A-L-O. Right. Thank you, man. Uh, and I wrote to the person. I was like, hey, would love to cover this again. I've been there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Bleacher Report wrote back to me. It was like, you're in. Don't worry. We got you. Oh, so you're covering so like, it, like, Bleacher Report? Bleacher Report? Well, Bleacher Reports, like, runs it. So now, oh, I don't know if it was just, I'll find out, because that's, you know, it's fun to find out. Yes. But I wonder if they're like, oh, this is Elite Sports, we have a partnership with them, they're good. Or it was just like, oh, these are just another media outlet reaching out, they're good. We'll find out. Yeah. 
Well, but, I, I mean, I hope it's I hope it's the former. I remember I had one article go up on Bleacher Report yeah, yeah. a few months ago. I freaked out. I literally called everyone in my family. I was like, look at this shit. Look at how many views it has. This is great, man. They didn't yeah, get dude. it. But Every, Listen, it's just all about consistency. And yeah. that's the name of the game. Elite Sports New York, the consistency of it, Robbie's consistency is is unlike a lot. So like, I'm happy to be, be able to do this because I'm living my dream like doing – interviewing like last year i did you know i got jeter the other day i saw mariano like it's great as long as you get yeah, to your your sports heroes yeah it's incredible and then you and, also uh, accidentally run into people like camille costic occasionally whatever oh well yeah she's my girl yeah. <laughs> except she's a red she's a she's a red, she's a boston person she's a yeah. boston fan through and through no, well camille, nobody I, can be perfect camille costic she was supposed to be there last night bro and she didn't come i would have got her last night too oh man that would have been like the fourth fifth video you did with her we have you know, she's great. I mean, she's actually – that's why, I mean, that's why she gets the cover. Again, that's why be nice to everyone. She's the yeah. nicest person on earth. She's on the cover. She's great at social media. She retweets everyone. She reposts people. Like, just do that shit. And it's, a, it's, it's called networking and just being polite and nice and giving. The more you give, the more it's going to come back to you. Yeah, well, that's pretty, that's pretty tough in the internet age. Everybody knows on the internet everyone's just mean to each other. Well, yeah, that's the point. Like, if you if you buck that trend, if you invite people on your podcast, invite twenty guys in your podcast, two are going to say yes. You know, yeah. hey, we'll give you exposure. Hey, come on! I invite the license plate guy. Yeah, you've been doing a lot with, with him the license plate guy. I've been doing a lot with Joe. I said, Joe, come with me on the red carpet on a couple of these on a couple of these events. Do your thing. And he's like done because he doesn't get that access. He has mm-hmm. access to Giants players. He has. He knows them really well. He has yeah. his, his audience, but he doesn't have our audience. So I was like, come with us. I put an ESNY mic in his hand, starts yeah. doing his thing. Start combining worlds. Combine exactly. And I'm helping him out, getting him exposure, getting him on the red carpet, getting him to see celebrities and people and invite them to his events, da da da. And then he's helping me out with exposure to his audience. And, and, and that's, you know, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I just particularly from that, I know you did the uh, the CC's softball game with him, and you guys played the Munchkin game. How did yep. how did you come up with that? The Munchkin challenge. So that was actually Munchkin challenge part two. Which was first? The first one was, believe it or not, at the at the Landon Collins event last year. So it just happened to be on Donut Day. Donut Day is the National Donut Day is the first Friday of every June. Oh yeah, so we're, we're aware. Friday in June. Okay, so the first Friday in June, license play guy has big Landon Collins thing. I'm going out there. I'm like, what kind of content can we make? I'm like, holy shit, let's buy a box of munchkins and see if we can throw the, you know. So we did it. You can actually go back if you look on my YouTube or look on ESNY YouTube and find Munchkin Challenge 1 with all the New York Giants. So then I said, we have to do this in preparation for the donut day. Let's do it. Whatever events I'm covering a couple weeks before, let's pre-record so that We'll have it ready, the full video and all the clips ready to go on the morning of. Uh, and then that's what we did. Yeah, and that was awesome. You had everybody rolling through. You had Action Bronson. You had uh, – did you get CC with the Munchkins? We didn't get CC. We did oh, a regular – I did a regular interview with CC. I didn't want to bog, you know, bother him with that. You have to pick and choose sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to, like, play it's – it's all about, like, playing, like, the, the feel of the, of the people at the, at the time. It's interesting. Yeah. 
but uh, you got a lot of people. I was that was one of those videos where it came across. Uh, Robbie put it up in the chat. He's like, "Yo, everyone, just take a look at this, retweet, you know, see what you want to do with it." Now I was like, "Geez, like, what does this guy do that he just shows up at charity events and he can just throw munchkins to famous people?" Yeah, bro, you just gotta ask polite. You be cool. You do people that you've seen before. You chat with them a little bit before you ask. You know, little things, little nu- nuances. You gotta come. You should come with me to the, one of the next ones I do. Dude, definitely. You invite me anytime, I'll be there. I don't do anything fun. Rob can vouch for that. That's that's a fact. Rob, what's your <laughs> celebration when and if the Bruins win this? I mean, if the if it's the St. Blues Louis, win this. what's my celebration? Uh, do you have something? Do you a think solid you'll eight hours of sleep before yeah. work tomorrow. That's what it'll be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, a nice, yeah, yeah. blissful sleep. And if they do, and if the Bruins win, uh, just my normal miserable self, probably. <laughs> Just sulking around as I always do. Kind of like uh, Eeyore-esque. And what are you drinking? Water. I'm a big hydration guy during the week. <laughs> Weekends, are, <laughs> I don't like drinking during the week. or I try not to. Plus volleyball, so we got volleyball tomorrow. So oh, yeah. we can't cramp up out there. Oh, the Long, Be- Long Beach volleyball stuff a legend, man. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Four, four and two to start the season, so we're good. Good as of now. My first year playing volleyball. It's very exciting. I haven't played since I was in, like, I don't know. I guess middle school was the last time I played volleyball. It shows. I heard they take it real serious down there. Oh, they do. We actually, we have no one, a couple. No one can see this right now, but Charles Barkley's outfit on the TV is absolutely ridiculous. Why is Charles Barkley covering hockey? He has a polo on underneath an unbuttoned button down that has a design on the collar and the cuffs. Yikes. It's an outrageous attire. But, yes, back to the <laughs> volleyball. Um, a lot of the people do take it very we, – we're, like, on the middle courts right now, so we're kind of mixed up. We're in the rec league of it, so we're kind of mixed up with the average Joes. But people that play, like, on court one and court two, they're no joke. <laughs> I, you know, I wish I did this last week because we had – ESNY had um, credentials for the pro, the pro volleyball. It came to New York this weekend. Did we really? Yeah, I, I, I knew that was in New York. That's right. It tra- oh, no, I, ha- you know, I have them all. I get all this stuff because it's, uh, that's, that's what I do. You know, I make sure that everything Sick, comes humble through brag. us. Jesus. <laughs> Sick, yeah. Humble, yeah. I go <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, yeah, Sorry, that was just no. my email. My bad, guys. I didn't, go. About that. I didn't go. I didn't go is what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't, who's going to cover volleyball? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think volleyball is going to get a whole lot of page views. It's all about those clicks. You guys, no, it's all about content, man. Yeah, just consistent content. This is a weekly podcast. Yeah, yeah, we were doing bi-weekly, but we were both exhausted all the time. So one week, and also we find out when the Yankees are winning, which is often, we start running out of things to talk about. We even still now run out of things to talk about. Well, this week we have a lot because they lost a lot of games. I we do, but we don't. It's like a common theme throughout all the losses, pretty much. Yeah, you got Herman going. It's just like not. I mean, that's. I don't think people understand that you know the dude hasn't pitched well in like three weeks. And Nobody's pitched. Yeah, well. it makes like, sense. It's just been unbelievable. Well, Hap, Hap had a couple of good starts. Yeah, of all the people, everyone's starting to fall off a little bit, and now Hap's yeah, starting. I to think pick I'm up. a miserable bastard. That guy. <laughs> Holy God! Like, when was the last time that guy smiled? That Jesus. was crazy. That I'm image sure he's a nice like, guy, but like, oh my god! Yeah, Mike, did you see that? Uh, the gif that John Boy posted of half after his one really good yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, he, like, just... he was sitting in a dugout, like might as well just yeah. still his line, which is a good line. Yeah, yeah, that's what I I quote yeah. tweeted. I was like, <laughs> I literally watched this for a solid forty seconds. I thought it was a picture. 
<laughs> I was trying to figure out what was different about it. Something seemed yes. wrong. I was like, this is supposed to be a picture, but it looks like it's moving. And I was like, oh, this is a video. And he's just We want those guys. Yeah. We want those stone cold killers, man. We want those stone cold killers. And we don't, you know, it's, it's, it's annoying when Severino, what was, what was the game? Was it Severino last year who was like 10 minutes late for his warm up session? Right. Yeah. That was so weird. The bullpen before the play. Like all that stuff, like that's just nonsense. Like we want those stone cold work workers. Yeah, I, I have no idea. What ha- I feel like somebody had to have told them the wrong time. Like, even if it wasn't someone important, just be like he was walking in and he walked past one of the clubbies and be like, oh, 7 o'clock, Sevy, get ready to go. Great, great New York like, media yes, story, though, for us. Like, oh, yeah. People just overreacting out of, like, oh, well, man. Uh, well, especially because he got bombed right when he came in. Yeah, exactly. So that, that was, like, that, the worst thing that could have happened. That was, that was the like, point. That had, was like, point. a Cy Young-esque year, like- and it's just, like, wait once. Wait once the yeah. entire season and gets shelled and it's like ha we told you guys and it's like god damn it here we go you're listening to the same 10 articles about how him being late affected everything what's gonna happen here and was it last year or was it two i think it was last year we limped into the break and i don't want the last thing we need is to limp into the break again so because we had a really good stretch in may last year again too and then we were just like basically a 500 team for most of the rest of the year because it's the same pitching staff yeah and and you know Tanaka, God bless him. Yesterday wasn't horrible, uh, but when you have Herman, who's like, you know, he's he's thin, he's rubber arm, doesn't pitch a lot. Of- he doesn't have a two hundred in his Yeah, you know, yeah, you knew he was going to get caught at some point. Now he was nine and whatever, and now he got caught. So yeah, we were playing with house money at that point. Yeah, it t- completely. Yeah. He's going to be touch and go the rest of the season. Tanaka is always touch and go. For him to go six and two thirds is like ridiculously long for him. Uh, so who, so you, who do you think's the guy that comes in and fixes all this? Hopefully, it's Brian Cashman who comes in and fixes. Well, all I, I, yeah, I meant like who, who like do you think picture, Cashman's like going to go out like and get? Actual, like you had to be a trade now. Yeah, we had to trade for somebody. It's going to be the guy who's the oldest who cost the most because that's who will get for the least amount of prospects. Because I think Cashman is so close to his vest with his guys that mm-hmm. he's going to try to go get a. I, you know, if if it's Bumgarner, who's not old, but he seems old. He seems uh, he's got a lot of miles on those arms. A he's got a miles. lot of miles, but he's not old. Uh, he's younger than when we signed Cece ten years ago. Yeah, which is crazy. I, which I is feel crazy. like he probably threw more than Cece did, though. It's crazy. And talk to think about, about your your business like and your workman like attitude. He's the type of guy, the Texas country boy, that will just come in and just shows up and just gets pissed when people hit moonshots off of him. He's going to start brawls. Yeah, and maybe he's a good brawl. But also, do you realize when you come to play for the Yankees with a healthy judge and Stanton, the run support you're going to get, the, the offense oh, that yeah. comes with that? Oh, like, yeah. The Giants are a very bad league. Yeah, you pitch in the National League your whole life. I get it. You lost probably... that whole Max Muncy story is that they only lost the game one nothing. I actually didn't even realize that. I just saw Muncy hit the moonshot. No, shot I off think if like, I remember this correctly, he hits the moonshot. It's a solo shot, and he does this whole thing. But they only lose the game one nothing. So it's not like Bumgarner got shelled, and yeah. he was getting shelled the entire day and was just pissed. He let up one moonshot of a solo home run, and he plays for a minor league baseball team in a beautiful ballpark on the water in San Francisco, and yeah. they lose one nothing. It's it's almost more San Francisco's problem if they don't move. Yeah, they had it because he costs a ton. They're they're nowhere. They they cost a team and they cost a ton of money. Yeah, well we He's we see teams screw that up all the time. Yeah. Like Manny Machado last year, where we, we were talking, the Orioles were talking about trading him a year and a half before his contract ended. 
if there was no chance that he was going to re-sign, they would have gotten a haul for him. To Ridiculous. send Manny Machado to a team with a year and a half of control instead of Ridiculous. four months. Ridiculous. And then they just waited. So I'm going to say, so that's why I said Bumgarner. So I think Bumgarner, I don't know, you, you, you list those guys out, Bumgarner. Um, uh, it was Bumgarner, Stroman, sure. uh, Matt Max, Boyd from Detroit, which I don't think is realistic. I don't, I don't think know much about him. him. But I think he's young, right? So I don't know much. Yeah, about he's him. a good pitcher. But they got—I mean—they got Ful- Fulmer coming back next year, probably mm-hmm. off Tommy John, and they have Casey Mize in the minor leagues, who's just ripping the ball. So I mean, they got arms. So you don't trade aces. That's really what it comes down to. You don't unless, want to trade young ace. unless you think, well, listen, we're in first place. We got our horses coming back. I'll give you Estrada, who's not. And Clint Frazier, who's not going to play. I was going to say, Frazier's gone. I said that a month ago. Max I said, Frazier's, Frazier's gone in the next month and a half. And I, we all know how hard it is to win championships. I would totally leverage our little, not not Fioreal, but like those um, uh, Frazier, Estrada, one, two, next two on the list for Max Scherzer for this year. Absolutely. No question yep. about it. No, you, at some points you just have to go all in. I would right. give my right arm to see in the ALCS if this happened: Justin Verlander versus Max Scherzer game. Oh, oh right. that'd be I, I would right? give my right arm for that. See, that's a, that's a great clip, though. You had another good clip you said about with, with your Bruins clip. These are great clips. You guys have good quotes. You should just clip these in thirty seconds. Put like a, <laughs> a graphic behind it and just tweet them out. You know. See, well, there I was, tried to there do was that couple, once, and nobody liked the tweet. There was a couple episodes ago where the end of the episode was just me going wrong, 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 and then just James just screaming over the top of me, and I'm going, "You're an idiot, idiot, idiot!" And it was just like a solid, but probably two it, minutes of just two, two or yeah, three minutes. Just <laughs> but if it's yeah. tied to something like that, you're like, "I'll give my right arm for yeah. Max Scherzer, Verlander." <laughs> yeah. Like that's a that's an awesome 30, 15 seconds, and like you throw up Max Scherzer and Verlander, and that's a good clip, you know. But you do that. With every episode, and then you have content. So I put out content not to switch to content again, but I put out content every day. But I don't. I'm not making content every day. Like I make content, and like when I go somewhere for two hours, and that two hours turns into like 50 clips. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What's well, it called? What's it called? Ever, evergreening stuff, right? Evergreening yeah. stuff, but also holding on to stuff till it's relevant. Yeah. Well, when you, you know, go out and make I, I content, you're doing it with cool people. When we do yeah. it, it's just us in no, our but that's basement. What you're not. Doesn't matter. Like doesn't James isn't wearing pants right now. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's doesn't matter. What do you think John Boy does? Same thing. <laughs> just be, just be funny. You guys are really funny. Yeah, I appreciate that. Make really funny comments. Clip it. Throw it out there, and just keep doing it. And then, fine, because you follow Yankees Twitter. Anytime the conversation is around something that you might have funny content on. Interject yourself and throw that comment out and throw Yankees that. Twitter well, I have post. a huge, I have a huge problem with Yankees Twitter. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah Yankees Twitter and I, I. No one knows who I am on there, so it's kind of good. But I well, just lurk. I lurk in the shadows. <laughs> and it's well, it's just, probably because you follow. I don't, yeah, people. I don't. I only follow. Like, I only follow gotta, a couple of people that are, gotta, are really in it. Yeah, just clear yourself of that nonsense. You'll find. You know, you see, like, there's so much nonsense out there. I had to unfollow a dude today who I followed for a long time. And he was just arguing with some guy. He was making like a, he was putting like a paragraph in there. And I was like, you know what, dude? Later. Dude, that's that's the one thing I try to avoid on Twitter. Nobody wins a Twitter fight. So I just I'm here for I'm here to make a couple jokes and talk a little bit of Yanks. But I don't like I don't want to get dude, in the debate. Ice T's got the best quote ever. He's like, I hop on Twitter, talk a little shit, get off, move on with my day. Like that's it. it. 
That's all you got to do. Like, see, there I'm in go. the middle of like, making like an, an Arya Stark list right now of all the people who wanted Gary Sanchez off of the Yankees and wanted JT Romuto. So I'm just kind of <laughs> making a little list, and I'm just like waiting for all of them to do come you have, out with do you it. Have the, do you have the screenshots of the, of the tweets? I don't have screenshots oh, I yet. Do. I do, Mike. I, I do. Like we're, we're, I'm go. working through it. I have certain handles that I'm working on. I just don't really dedicate the time to sit and scroll back, but I'm just yeah. waiting. I'm waiting for that positive Gary Sanchez tweet to come out, and I'm going to hop all over them from the clouds. Oh, the, yeah. The man with no face or whatever, the many-faced god. I'm going to come in and just swoop and ruin their day. Hey, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Arya Stark on the Night yeah, King. Exactly. Spoiler alert. Who is half Nelson Mandela? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Do it, man. Just do it. Just be original and be consistent, bro. That's what. That's the last. I, I can't say that enough. Yeah. But you guys so have been consistent on since day one. Yeah. Staying on content. Uh, your tagline on Twitter is being the Jimmy Fallon of sports. What was it like meeting the real Jimmy Fallon and telling him that you're trying to be the Jimmy Fallon of sports? Did you tell him that? I did. I did. And he said, uh, he said uh, uh, I'm better looking, though. <laughs> oh, uh, Jimmy, funny guy, Jimmy. He said it to me that I was better looking. He's sarcastic. Yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, he uh, is on but, TV uh, every night. Well, he's uh, a Boston, again, I guess he's a Boston guy, so it's kind of hard. Are you no, guys the Yankee a, games a lot? No. Well, he's in, the, he's he's from, in that movie. He's from Albany. He's from Albany, but he did fever pitch. Yeah. So he, anytime you can give him, you can, you can jab him for fever pitch, you, we should. Wait a second. So he's actually a Yankee fan and he played a Boston Red Sox fan? Yeah. Well, he was never. Well, really, a baseball fan. He yeah. did uh, 2000, the 2004 ALCS is only good for one team. It only makes a good story for well, one Well, no, team. I understand. Money's money, and everyone's got a price. I'm not saying That's that. what it is. Right, but exactly. I'm just very caught off guard that he's... Well, I mean, Albany's kind of a weird spot in New York. Because we know a couple people it's from like Albany that are, Red, that are Red Sox fans. It's weird over Yo, there. Yo, but also, this is funny because, guys, you're like me, and we think, like, oh, everyone has to have a diehard, dedicated, like, sports a- a- allegiance. Like, he, he just... Yeah, people who don't did. are weird. They're the weird ones. You know, he he was <laughs> he was in entertainment. You know, these guys are they're in music. They're in entertainment. They just like different shit. They don't care about sports. Uh, they come to Saturday Night Live in, in New York City, and all of a sudden they're gonna get uh, ten million dollars to do a movie about the Red Sox. Well, uh, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, you know? if someone came and to then, me and was yeah. like, "You gotta yeah, get your like money. a Red Sox beat reporter or something like that," but here's a check. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, all right. yeah. Like right. all of a sudden, I'm just like, 2004 was a sick yeah. year. Oh, you guys talking about? <laughs> so I have you a couple. Scrub the I have a couple of clips. I have a couple of clips of people saying that I look like Jimmy Fallon, and people are like saying, "Oh, you know, you, you have that." So I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that just so I can have some sort of tagline." Dude, um, Jimmy Fallon of sports is a really good tagline. Yeah, I like it. I'm running with that. What's this? We got an update on the uh, the fan game. Turn the on fan the off. Game? Oh, what do you want the fan on for? I'm sweating over here. <laughs> It's two nothing. Imagine if it was two nothing. If it's two nothing the other way, I would just let Turn you guys off. handle the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if I, Rob, Rob would be gone. I'd but. check in next. <laughs> All right. So I mean, we got to talk a little bit of Yanks. We talked some pitching, but I want your take on this Didi Gregorius story about how when he was rehabbing from Tommy John, he just bought two pianos and taught himself how to play. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He also, I think, he also was like uh, ambidextrous thrower, but. Obviously, he's special. I mean, so, he's know, just guys, the most talented man alive. He's a talented dude. He's a There's a lot guys. of guys who play piano. Yeah, Is he? he's he's the most interesting man in the world. Like, yeah. he just, oh, there you go. Like he just happens to be a professional baseball player. But he's also so cool. Like the first song he taught himself on piano was a John Legend song. That's There's what I'm like saying. Like he's just like 
he's just cool without even like like he doesn't do that to be cool. Like it's just like he's like, oh, I'm just gonna teach myself a it's job like, legend song, and it's just it's like cool. those people. It's like those people. Maybe like you got. Like, I can relate to those people in high school who were the best athletes. Oh, fuck them. In every sport, and then and then had to choose one sport because they just whatever. So, yeah, fuck but like them. if they if they quit basketball and went to play football, they'd be the best. And if they quit lacrosse and they went to play baseball, yeah, regardless they'd be the best. regardless whatever yeah. sport they picked, they'd be they'd have a scholarship to go play at some right. And they were probably a good singer. They're probably a good student. Like they exist, and you 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 find people in that, like that all the time. Uh, who was that the football player? I just saw it that was playing piano. We just oh, saw I have no it. idea. I didn't see this. It was I a football player. Either. Well, yeah, I had, like, a, I had a kid. Who was uh, this guy? Oh, no, it was an NBA draft prospect. It was on overtime. And this kid, or excuse me, it was a high school senior. And he's going to, like, North Carolina. And he's, like, 6'8". And he like, was in the dunk contest, the high school dunk contest. And he's out there playing, like, classical piano. Oh, it's incredible. Wait, yeah. did you say he was going to Carolina? Yeah, he's going to that Carolina. That makes sense. That makes sense, Duke, then. Or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, Duke, one of the, like, it, was Duke, it had to be Duke or North yeah. Carolina. Like, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah, we had a kid like that in my neighborhood growing up, and we just stopped playing sports with him. We are like, you're not allowed to play anymore. Because it it's not, and he was also a year older than us, too, and he was like, he was way taller than us. He ended up playing basketball at a D3 college, but it was like, every single sport we played with them, he's the best. And it's just not fair. We can't make fair teams if you're involved. It's impossible. So we just didn't <laughs> let him play anymore. That's the way to even it out, man. But listen, uh, Didi coming back, I mean, he did make that big error the other night, which actually ended up not mattering, luckily. Yeah, thank, thank God. But, but that was huge because that spot did a lot for us as far as the batting order and as far as even like our first base and DH and moving guys like Estrada and giving him less pressure, giving LeMahieu less pressure to play. Play different positions on on the infield. Didi yeah. is a major major part. And then he finally got a home run. His swing is is there. Yeah. yeah he, what, I, what I didn't get about Didi's first game back, and I know you agreed with me on this, James, is that so we we put Didi at short, and then we took Glaber's bat out of the lineup. We still let Kenjus Morales hit. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It was like, because it, it they were who, zero they were sense. no they were playing um Sale right. Who are they who are they facing that night? Was it Sale? I don't. I don't remember who. No. Was it Red Sox? Was it Red Sox? No, I it was Indians. It was the Indians. Mor- Morales had it was, like it was the Indians. Morales yeah. had like ridiculous numbers against that pitcher. I think that's what it was. Yeah, but even well, still, he's in the lineup every day. He's in the lineup every day. Like, like, oh my god, it didn't make any. It didn't make a lick of sense to me. Like, yeah, but I'm not the manager. I'm not Brian Cashman or, or the analytics guys. So but who don't I'm worry. Not, but... Judge is playing this weekend and. Minor league game. And Stan oh, yeah. just and hit Stan. two home runs today too, or something like that, or yesterday. So he, they're just mashing their way through the minors and just kicking Morales off the team, which is fantastic. They're like this close from getting our full team back. We'll dump right them for international pool money. Besides but Batances, Batances had a setback. Yeah, that's not great. I don't. That's not great. I don't understand how he just didn't know he had a bone. Like the Yankees knew he had a bone spur in his shoulder, but he didn't. Like they never told him. And when he started complaining about shoulder problems, no one thought, well, let's check the bone spur and see if that has anything to do with it. But I just, I don't know what's up with the training staff. I wanted in the beginning to be like, this is just a lot of weird coincidences. But the longer the season goes, the more I'm like, well, how is this possible? It's like, really, it's Ray really Ramirez annoying. is somewhere in the clubhouse. That's yeah, what it's, really, it's really annoying. And like, especially in the first two or three weeks of the season when just everyone dropped every day. Yeah, and, and even Aaron Hicks in spring fuck? training, we were like, oh, he might miss the first series. 
Or you didn't see him for two months. There yeah. was someone when all this is coming out. I was at, I was either Batanzas or Severino where I was like, we're just not going to see them this year. I forget oh, yeah. Severino you said because it was just like something came out like the way they worded it. I was like, what like what do you mean? Like how does that make any like how does that just happen? Like, right. Whatever it, whatever it was, it just didn't make any it was, sense. Like, I think it was probably Severino. They're like yeah. Severino tried to throw a flat ground or whatever he was doing in spring training and complained. Like, Wait a yeah, second. Something crazy. What, happened what was happening in the last yeah. six months? Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, he did this, and it's now it's this problem. It's like, what do you, what do you mean? How do we not know what it was? Oh, that's what it was. Severino was fine. He was fine. He was fine. Right? It was. Yeah. Like, and then the major injury came out, and I was like, how did we not know this for the past six months while we were trying to work through this? It yeah. didn't make any sense. Uh, but it gave us a chance to see some of these guys who now, like it, the super silver lining on all this, even though we're still in first place by a hair, but we're right there. Is that Estrada? Uh, and Frazier show, is showing his power, and he's, he's a horrible fielder. But like now, they're showcasing these guys is really, really terrible pieces. at outfield. <laughs> really, but really, he got my first hundred well. like tweet though because of his outfield play. <laughs> That's true. That, that was, was a big moment. Sweet. We were that watching that for sweet. three days. We we're just tracking it really slowly, seeing if it finally hit that triple digit mark. Tradable. That's what matters. So get yeah, that. I mean, get that's that all picture. I care about. Dude, I mean, a Max Scherzer. I don't know what he's owed. He's owed like a hundred million still. The problem but, is, it was deferred wasn't money. Cr- wasn't there something crazy that they, since it's deferred money, the Nationals still pay that? Yeah, we have to pay him the twenty million a year he gets for the next two years of the contract. But everything but the else, the Nationals is still have it. to pay his deferred money for the. But we get him for the two years for the regular money, though. And it's yeah. something like that they would end yeah. up paying him more than we would. Yes. Yeah. It, it which is absurd. Which is something crazy, but it makes well, sense when you think a- about like the idea of contracts. Like, if for teams to just, if teams were going to defer all the money, they do the same thing. They would just. Exactly. Trade people away at the end of the contracts and dump it onto other teams. So that's kind of exactly. A way to However, them, yeah. we have to give them something for it. Like that's going to cost us. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but that's fine. I don't, this is <laughs> this is maybe the hottest take that I have. I think I'm okay with Florio getting traded for a pitcher, just because I know that I, you've seen Jason Dominguez, right? The scout of tape course. of him. Of course. Sixteen year old kid. He's built like a brick shit house. He's the kid, he's no less than 26 years old. It's Carlos from the bench warmers. But knowing that he's like, he's like the top-rated pros- international prospect, maybe ever. He's gonna get the most money. It's, so knowing he plays center field, I'm not really all too concerned about having Florial to bridge that gap. I know one of them can switch to a corner outfield position. So if you play center, you can play anywhere. That's but, fine. That's fine. I get what you're saying, but what are we gonna get him for? We have to be able to use it in the right way. Yeah, well, it's got to be for that that like special pitcher, not like Marcus Stroman. It's not going to be Marcus Stroman who's going to cost way too much because he's in division, or Madison Bumgarner who's probably in the last couple of years of his of his. But Scherzer's really thirty-five too. Sure, yeah, I'm, but he's also like he's shown no signs of really no, like slowing hasn't. down because no, he's he a hasn't. freak. He's yeah. also a certified lunatic too. Certified. Yeah. If we're gonna get on Bumgarner, he's just as crazy as he is. Yeah. I mean, listen, we haven't had a guy like that. You know, a very long time. I mean, yeah. Severino in a regular season, but we haven't had a guy like that. But even you know, Severino in the regular season, it's not. It's not every day. No, you can you can tell some days he just doesn't have it. Scherzer is. It, you can rely on that guy to give you nine innings any day you need him. We've to. never had a guy like we've we've, we've never had a, we haven't had a guy like Max Scherzer since probably like Roger Clemens. Yeah, or maybe even even CC in two thousand nine when we first yeah. got him. It's like yeah. he's a horse, yeah. but right. he's still yeah. not like he's he wasn't a Cy Young horse for us. I don't think Scherzer is a Cy Young necessarily anymore, but he's going to be in the conversation. But when you get into the postseason, man, that's what you need. You need that that stopper, that horse stopper, which is what Verlander and Cole fucked us on. 
in the postseason, you need contact hitting, you need power pitching. Right. That's well, all it so, is. It's a formula. And and somehow we, have, we had neither of that. <laughs> yeah, we have the exact opposite. We have only power hitters, and yeah. most of our pitchers are finesse guys. We got a bullpen yeah. and strikeouts. Yeah. Right. And like, hopefully they run into one, like Gary did in Boston last year. We ran into two. And then, you know, if you go back, the, even back to the, the Astros ALCS two years ago, we got destroyed. Yeah, that was the worst. And you saw it in it game seven. Just, you had Verlander versus Houston, Houston. We got destroyed. Yeah. yeah, you had Verlander versus Cece. It's like, all right, one of these guys is a certified stud. The other is a great pitcher, historic pitcher, but he's he's 37 years old at the time. I but had this conversation today as well, though. But, like, dude, we scored, if we're going to go back all the way to 17 ALCS, we scored four runs in four games in Houston. Like, yeah. score three I mean, runs. Their pitching, their pitching rotation that year was incredible. But if you score three or four runs in one of those games, you're, you're going to win the World Series because we're beating yeah. the Dodgers. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's American League it's crazy set. It's the American League team recently. Crazy. The Cubs, the Cubs beat the Indians. I don't know how the Indians even got there to be honest. Right, they have really right. good pitching, but they easily right. could have not made it to the World Series. You have to have your horse. Yeah, you have to have your horses. You have to have guys become stars. Like Ramirez became a star in that series, in that that playoffs, and uh, you know Lindor came out in those playoffs. But listen, bro, I'm very excited for what this future holds. I just don't want to limp into the All Star break. No, of course not. All right, we got one more question for you. It's the question we're asking all of our guests, which means this is the second time we've asked it. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember it. Yeah, Rob doesn't remember it. If you, Are you a bat flip guy or an unwritten rules guy? Oh, I'm full bat flip guy. Bat fl- there we go. Bat Dude, I have, three, I have three ki- I have three boys. I have three kids, three boys. Uh-huh. And we, we watch MLB Network from 6 a.m. till 8 p.m. Yeah, as you and- should. The, sh- the shit they the shit they show is just is amazing, right? And then I have my son. Literally, I'm like we he's st- they're still in like little league, so I pitch to him. Like I'm uh-huh. the coach, so I pitch, and he gets up there. He does he like you know swings as hard as he can, misses the ball the first couple times until I tell him to calm down. He does the sign of the cross, looks up to the heavens, smacks one a ground ball to shortstop, looks at it for two, ten seconds before he runs. Like all this, you know. <laughs> oh man, you let your kids like, pimp it off uh, you. Yeah, he pimps it off. Every, oh, no. Like, oh, oh, you got to pull one in the your hole next time he gets up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to lead like... to some pretty intense backyard yeah. wiffle ball games one oh, day. We, oh, dude, we, play, we, 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 we pound each other with wiffle ball. I have, <laughs> oh, we have the epic wiffle ball games out here. That's awesome. Well, all right, Mike, thanks for doing this, man. It was really, this is actually, I think, the first time we've actually spoken, which is the same thing it was with Allison, where I had, we only talk via text and and Slack and whatever. It's we live in a virtual Allison. world. Except we Allison a had a cat world, running boys. across her keyboard. Yeah, Allison got attacked by a cat while we were doing that was while awesome. we were doing the interview with her. It's and it came world, through. I started laughing. But all right, thanks for doing this, man. Uh, this went way longer than I thought it would, which is awesome. So this is just gonna be the whole episode. Yeah, this is a blast. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Thank 18. you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks all right, talk to you, man. Keep clipping all that funny shit you guys do. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon, buddy. Take care.